You know how fast you're going? What? How fast you're going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to another episode of Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, the Iceman, as always, in the clubhouse, the MCC Studios. We actually have two guests tonight. We're going to have a returning guest and another special guest I mentioned way earlier, probably four, fourth or fifth uh, episode when we did. I finally got him to come, so uh, we're going to get a little introduction coming up, so First, we're going to introduce the returning guest. Cookie! The Cookie Monster is back. All and, right, all right. Good to be back. And uh, we just got a, uh, we don't have a nickname for him. We're just going to use his first name, Matt. So, welcome. Officer Tootie. Or Officer Tootie. That's what they used to call me. I don't. Did you fart a lot or? No. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. Where did Tootie come from? From that TV show back in the 50s. Uh, can't remember the name of. I'm old, but I can't remember nothing back from the 50s. I'm not even that old. I know you're not either. No, um, I'm trying to think of the damn name of it. Kept looking for me one night. My portable wouldn't wouldn't connect. They said, "Matt, or well, they called my my number. Where are you?" I said, "I finally got on my 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 mobile in my car." And I said, "I'm at such such." I said, "Here's somebody back room. Officer <laughs> Tootie, where are you?" <laughs> so it just it just he happened. Say his number, right? Yeah, that's not gonna make a difference. Uh, we're gonna give a little background <laughs> on Matt. Uh. Matt is medically retired, correct? That's correct. And uh, I'm glad to have him on. The first part's not going to be my normal just comedy thing. Matt is a, a shooting survivor who was shot on September 4, 2006, around 1,600 hours while he was on duty responding to, I believe, a, a disturbance call at a house. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. And uh, then we'll talk about some funny stuff. So you want to tell us about your incident? Sure. I was dispatched to a house behind the police department in the city that I worked in. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was domestic or something, but uh, it's a guy I've arrested four to five times before. I never, ever had any problems with him. Said he got in a fight at the Circle K and he came to his house having, having problems with his mom and dad. And he wanted me to go over there. I was by myself. Then David decided to back me up. 
So we pull up. I'm getting my car, and something told me, he said, watch out, watch out. <coughs> so I said, David, I said, I'm going up first. I'm the corporal. He said, you be, get behind me and get your gun out. I don't know what to expect of this guy. I knocked on the door. His mom answered the door. She had a horrified look on her face. I said, where's your son? She just looked back and hollered and here running down the hall. I don't need any GDM effing cops in my business. Pow, pow, shot me. Where, where'd you get shot at? Shot in the face, shot in the arm, shot in the stomach. I got shot in the face and the arm, one bullet. Because it's like a half a second I had a choice. Pull my gun or, or block it. I turned my head, went through my arm, and grazed the side of my face through my nose. <clears throat> and what happened after that? I think David David pushed me down, pushed me behind the car, and he took two shots. <clears throat> then David uh, returned fire and ended up one uh, shot. killing him. One shot. One shot in the heart. The boy never, barely ever qualified. He killed him with one shot. Totally God. Well, you were, I, I was working for a different department at the time in the same area. I remember when all this happened. Now you spent some time in the hospital. Fourteen days. And, uh, I was in a coma for two to three days. <clears throat> and due to the shot that went through your arm, it's what medical, had to medically retire you because you couldn't. Can't qualify. So the the vest took one. Right here in the stomach. So that probably <laughs> saved a, your life for a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. That's already a miracle. He got shot in the <laughs> face and survived that ordeal and you had a stroke not long after what 2009 so was that brought on from the injury from being death, shot? stress disorder so he did suffer the stroke after the fact of that let me tell you what you were still in the hospital when this part took place and i don't know if i ever discussed it with you or not before well we had to go work the funeral escort of that subject I didn't know that. Really? And there was a lot of, I mean, there was a shit ton of disdain that we were there. And I wasn't a, a supervisor at the time. And my supervisor came up to me and I told him, I mean, I was, I was so pissed off that we had to go escort this motherfucker that had shot both of y'all. Because I believe David did, did he get shrapnel or he got hit? In, he, he, he got shot in the leg, too. didn't he? Got shot in the leg and shot in the back. But he has his vest on. And, oh, yes, sir. Too. Now, do you know I was working for them at the time, but I wasn't on duty for them that day. I was on duty at another department. Okay. And I wasn't on duty. I, I normally was on duty at night. And my wife, which worked for y'all at the time, she called me and told me, she said, <coughs> I'm going to meet you at the department I worked for. And she said, we need to go to the hospital. And I said, what's, what's going on? What, what are you talking about? She said, have you seen the news? I said, no. She said, your cousin and everybody listening, this gentleman sitting across from me is my first cousin. <coughs> we were both police officers. His dad was a was a, was a deputy sheriff for 36, 37, man. He was a years. retired major. Right. And so this is my cousin sitting across from me. <coughs> And my and, mom's a retired deputy also. Right. And when she called me and told me that, I said, you got to be kidding me. 
So he was on duty that day for them because he was full-time. I was reserved for them. I was full-time at the other department. And she met me. My chief said, hey, look, no, 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 go, 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 go. And we went up there and met him. And I'll never forget, I walked down the hall, and the first person I seen, I seen his dad, the retired major, and he was he was just crying. He was weeping. And when he seen me, he jumped up and he hugged me, and it did I was like, "What in the frick just took place?" And I've heard, I heard, I mean, I don't know how many stories that night, but they were all intercepting. They were all, they were all. And you, it, guys, if you're listening to this uh, podcast and you hear him sniffing, it's because he was shot in the face and went through the navel cavities. Of uh, the bullet traveled through his face and through the other side, and that's why you hear this in the background. Yeah, you can't help that, so right. Deal with it. Man got shot in the face. Right. If you don't like it, screw you. Yeah, if you don't like it, fuck you. Turn it off. Come back next week. <laughs> so, do it. Man's a survivor. Uh, how many years did you have on the force at the time? You've been there a while. Cause I, I been there since you. December of 98 until. And how long was you with the sheriff's office? Oh, I had like 18 and a half years when I retired. <laughs> so, I mean, he his career got cut short uh, due to. The, the dumbass. I mean, the guy. Obviously, I think we said he had mental. He had he had some mental issues. Oh, he definitely had mental so, issues. I've said unfortunately. Times, how the hell did he even get a gun? Yeah, unfortunately, the parents knew he had a gun. I'm not blaming anything on him. Don't try. He might right. say anything about that. The parents knew he had a gun. Failed to disclose this to the dispatchers, and unfortunately, the dispatchers didn't ask. You know. Any dispatchers are listening, which I, I think I, there is some. The one I work with listens. Uh, I'm not bashing. I mean, you can never ask too many questions. Right. I never don't, ask I don't too know many if it would have changed anything. It might not have. I mean, the you dude. Hooter had as, soon as, the, as soon as the guy, op- as soon as they opened the door, I think he started shooting. I mean, he didn't give y'all no warning. Whatsoever. No, he was shooting coming down the hall. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, <laughs> some things just happen for a reason, unfortunately. I mean, you're still here. I mean, yep. you, you might, you know. Still have use of your hand and stuff like that. So, oh yeah, he's still walking and talking. Uh, if anybody else is, I think people listen all over the place now. But they had another motorcycle cop that I worked with that worked for EBR Sheriff's Office. Uh, Nick Touye, when he had the shootings out there, I mean, he's back here in Baton Rouge, but he got shot in the head. And I mean, and. Unfortunately, he's not in the capacity, at least that you are. You're, yeah, I know. You still I mean, you live by yourself, drive yourself around and everything else. So, I mean, you're damn lucky. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean. I, I'm blessed. And if I, if I remember correctly, uh, I believe David refused to let them even take the bullet out or check his leg or something until he made sure you uh, were that's, okay that's or something correct. like that. That's correct. I was at the <laughs> hospital. That That is correct. I seen him bandaged up out in the hallway, and he kept referring him back to Matt. That is correct. Yeah. I was going to try to talk to him. Maybe, I don't know if he'll come on or not. I know he's still active duty with a different department, but I'm going to try to talk to him and see if he wants to come on to talk to him. But this man did. He refused his medical treatment at the hospital until he made sure his partner was uh, out of the – was stabilized anyway. So yeah. That is correct. Yep. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier, and uh, unfortunately, which me switching departments about three or four years ago, and I've 
uh, <laughs> the ticket master who I'm friends friends with. Uh, he's retired, and the Cookie Monster will tell you, Matt. Unfortunately, once you either leave a department or get out of this profession, as much of a brotherhood as everyone talks about, as it seems, is a lot of people won't don't talk to you or they forget who you are or just don't have nothing to do with you. They'll cold shoulder you. They'll, and, uh, they'll raise their nose up to you like they're better than you. They see you out of a uniform and act like you're a common criminal. So I'm not. I'm not like that. No. And a cookie monster, not a ticket master. Like I said, he talks. There's only. I mean, of all the people that he knew through his <laughs> career, he he'll tell you if I ever can get him on here. Is um, I think he's had three or four of them. That's it. Uh, I listened to another podcast uh, called. Uh, God, I listen to it all the time. I can't remember the name of it. It's like I drew a blank. But anyway, they're a very popular podcast. And uh, this guy had uh, he ended up losing his job over the podcast. And uh, over this podcast? No, not my podcast. Oh. He had they have their own podcast. I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. And uh, he even. Talks about it on several of his episodes of uh, Roll Call Room. That's it. <laughs> the Roll Call Room with uh, Nick and Mike. Guys, for anybody or women that, that don't know, police departments and sheriff's departments are so political and it's so pathetic. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. I uh, there, there, There's a tug of war in me. There's a part of me that's so happy to be away from this shit. It's unbelievable. And there's another part of me that loved it. And it's it's a tug of war. It's a love hate well, relationship. When I left the one department I spent twenty three and a half years with before, uh, you can ask uh, Bam that uh, I I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> and even after I got on with the new department, which I will say, and I've told you about it and stuff like that, department I work for now is phenomenal. The sheriff I work right. for is phenomenal. I mean, he 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 knows I have this podcast and allows me to do it. And, and like and so he don't politically he, step on your shoes. He no, he, say, he's. You don't I mean, need to do your I, we job talked about blah, blah, blah. it. That's why I stay anonymous. I don't say where <laughs> we're at. Where right. you know, just we're Louisiana. <laughs> but it's like I went through a, a, a little bout of depression for a while because I felt like you know I had lost my complete family. I spent somewhere for twenty three and a half years of my life, and it's like it's just gone. So I, I before I could say I, so a lot of these people I see re, people that re, re, retired on duty or die they they could have retired years ago they got thirty three thirty five thirty forty years on and they just won't retire and I'm like that'll never be me and then I can kind of I'm still saying I mean I'll plan on working until the day I die but I can see where where they why they stay and how because it's all you know how to do and what right. you I mean. Right. Got that, that right. That's your family. There, there's a large part of me that misses this. <laughs> and for you guys that are listening, you don't know, this is the man that trained me that's sitting to my left. God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This man, oh, I thought he was the biggest ass I ever met in my life the first day I went on duty. Yeah, but him. he taught you well, didn't oh, he? Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he <laughs> did. Uh, after a day or two, and I, I got to see how he really was, <laughs> I was like, wait, okay, all right, I, I see what he's about. Him and another and another man at that same department, which our initials are RS, I have the highest respect for, uh, and a few other guys. But 
this man taught me a lot. He taught me. He didn't just make me write all the reports. He taught me things. He showed me things. He told me things that they didn't tell me that I needed to know. And I didn't leave you on a call. Well, a couple of times. But. No, I I, <laughs> I didn't like drive off and just leave you there and I come back to get and, you. Oh, but the other guy, the well, other guy that trained me. I've been there when I was a reserve oh. deputy. I, I was. No, I did that to somebody <laughs> on purpose because. I just couldn't take him anymore after right. after because after his second shift with me, which I talked about on episode, it, it was the second time ever being in a police car. He decided that he was already smarter <laughs> than I was and was decided he was going to tell me what to do. Now you talking so, about another cat, right? Yeah, not yeah. you. Okay, huh? no, I, I said I never did leave you like no, that. No, no, he didn't. No, <laughs> no he didn't. I, I never got. He never got back in the unit with me again. So I was now, I was done. The other guy. You was west side. He was east side. He uh-huh. would throw my flashlight, my nightstick, made me go get in all kind of shit. He was like, I'm going to teach you. I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but he taught me well, too. He taught me some things. Well, being a rookie cop, you like I said, you, uh, you're going to take some. Oh, you're yeah. going to take your, your, oh, your yeah. shit. By the way, for my listeners, I, I haven't forgotten uh, the Moose Knuckle. I talked to him uh, just yesterday, the day before yesterday. Talked to him several times. <laughs> he had this crash that he was working on and wanted my advice on. But he did. Uh, graduate last Friday from police academy. They didn't have any ceremonies whatsoever because of the COVID, the, the COVID stuff. And uh, but he did graduate. He is now a real popo, and he will yeah, come he on for a his post certified. Yeah, popo yeah, he's post certified popo, and he will come back on and do his third part of it. And uh. He graduated Friday, and he was back in uniform patrolling Saturday. His choice begged them, begged his lieutenant to let him come back to work because they were going to let him take the Saturday, Sunday, and he had been off Monday and Tuesday off, let him come back to work. Went, nope, nope. He he just he wanted to come back so bad. And I remember them days being a rookie oh, yeah. cop, oh, yeah. being a reserve cop. I probably put more hours in for free, like Freebird. You and me both. I mean, you, were, you remember you? I was look. You was looking at my hours one month. I had 150 hours. Yeah. He was like, "How does a man even do that?" Yeah, I mean, when I was a reserve, I used to. I mean, I ended up doing the job, getting hired on full time, just like you did, right? And so did uh Same here. You know, two D over here, and that's the you, you get it in your blood. Car fifty four. Car fifty four is the name of the show. Car oh, I 54. remember that old. Car. I do yeah. remember that crap. Black and white TV show. It's yeah. like, Officer Tootie, where are you? Yeah. Tootie, where are you? And they used to call me Tootie. Now, <laughs> off subject, real fast, you got me thinking. Uh my ex stepson, he, uh, which I'm still in t- touch with. I wish I could see him more. But when he was little, bitty, 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 they had some TV channel. Uh, I can't remember. It. They showed like all the old shows. They had Happy Days on it. They had uh, all those shows. Well, they actually had on there Adam Twelve. Oh crap! Yes, yes. That's back, back in the sixties. Way yeah. back in the day, yeah. Early seventies too, yeah. Actually, sixties. I've been thinking about buying myself the DVD collection of Chips. Four Adam Thirty, come in. <laughs> Adam Twelve. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. That is correct. But that that was just a cool TV. They don't make TV shows like they do anymore. Mm-hmm. But I got rid of my cable. We've talked about that before, and I'll say this. Me and Bam are getting ready. We're on the last season, and I don't think they have any more of 
uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, Lord. And that teaches people the wrong crap. No, but it's a damn good show. I mean, every episode at the end of it, you're like, fuck, I, we like binging the shit. Last Saturday, we th- we made plans, <laughs> and our plans were not to do shit and binge watch How to Get Away with Murder. I didn't know that. <laughs> I watched that, it because I thought the opposite. I didn't watch it because I thought the opposite. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it does get into some political stuff, uh, you know, I'm not going to get into it here but if you can get past it and don't let it bother the the plot of the show and it it's one of them shows that when it for first season is still intertwined in season six it's still i mean so you got to watch every episode ain't like mm-hmm. every episode's something different it's all stuck together it's just like we're watching we're like fucking time to go feed the dogs and shit and we're like want to sit there and see what happens next see what happens next <laughs> so if you get a chance to watch how to get away with murder me and bam like it it's good i want to ask matt a couple of questions from what i had heard at the hospital that day and i've never point blank asked him we hadn't really spoke about this topic a lot I, if if any i just and if anything we talk, ask if I ask you something, or we talk about it. Anything upset you, something you don't want to talk about it, just say you're not going to hurt my feelings because I understand. I'm just honored that you'd come on and speak about it with me. Period. <laughs> truth about he's it. he's been talking about this for the past couple of times. I've spoke to him. He wanted you to come on here talk about this. He didn't know if you was comfortable enough or what have yeah, you. Yeah, I'm very comfortable. Okay, but there's some things. I'm your first cousin that I've I've never even asked you. Uh, they tell me at the hospital that this guy came across his mama's shoulder and and shot you and Hooter, and she was trying to block Hooter from shooting him. And but the guy assailant shoved him out of the way, shoved his mama out of the way to get a better shot at you. But then your partner took him out. Is that correct? I'm not really sure because Hooter threw me behind the car. Okay. I heard some shots. And I tried to get up. I said, I can't get up my left hand. I said, damn, what the... So I get up my right hand. I got my gun out. And he just, I see him laying on the floor. I said, David, David, you okay? He's like, I'm hit. I'm hit. Blah. I said, call it in. He's blah, blah, blah. I said, shut up. And so I called it in on the radio. <laughs> and I went and I retrieved the gun from him. I put it in my, behind my gun, behind my vest. Who, whose gun did you, you retrieve? Bad guy's gun. This okay. was all. You did this after being shot in the face oh, yeah. and in the hands and in the stomach. I can remember the pictures in the paper. His unit and blood was all over the trunk and and in the rear bumper, and you could see his handprint going down it. I remember that. Yep. <laughs> Went to the back of my unit. I thought I was going to die. I say my prayers to God. I said, God, forgive me for all my sins. If you're going to take me, take me now. I thought I was going to die. Didn't who to rush you to the hospital in the unit? No. uh... The guy that works for the sheriff's department, the parish I live in now. Yeah, yeah. Correct. He sure did. <laughs> yeah. He's on motors over there I, now. I can't, I can't imagine, you know, I hope I never have to imagine or any other cop, but what's going through your head, the, the pain you must have been in, <laughs> and then 
finding out after after you did recover, finding out you were gonna have to retire early under medical reasons when you probably didn't want to have to retire and just your whole life being upended from this one stupid son of a bitch that decided that he just wanted to shoot people. I could say one thing. The chief of police, Jeff, he let me stay on a year until I get my retirement straight. He was on the retirement board. He went to bat for me. Uh-huh. He really went to bat for me. That, that's good. I don't have nothing bad to say about that guy. I'll, I don't I like either. the chief. He hired me as a reserve. He heard, he heard some bad things about me from another department. wonder what department that was. But he heard some bad things. He ignored them. He had a meeting with a couple other guys, and he said, no, we're going we're gonna to put him on. We're going to take him on. And I did fine over there. Yep. Well, that's good because I've – like I said, I listen to a lot of other podcasts on uh, law enforcement stuff, and there's there's departments that, you know, will, when their officers get shot or hurt on duty and stuff, that they'll freaking just turn their backs on them after just a short period of time. And it's like, oh, well, you're not, you know, basically, you're not you're not worthwhile for us. You're not doing nothing for us, so here's the door. He was at the hospital that night. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that, I got, that's he's great. a Christian man. I got the highest respect for him. I don't have nothing bad to say about the man. I have nothing but respect for the that's man. Right. I actually exactly. saw him at uh, Jim Brown's uh, one of Jim Brown's functions. I like their like thing. Unfortunately, Mister Brown did not win the chief he race. Didn't. Damn it! No, it, it was so close. It was just a couple. Uh, it was just, a, I think, a couple hundred votes, if that much. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, he's going to win by landslide. Well, we all did, but it didn't happen. So I, I spoke to him recently <laughs> and uh, talked to him maybe about coming on uh, or hanging out or whatever. But he said he's just sitting back, enjoying his, enjoying his retirement and catching up on a lot of TV shows he hasn't ever gotten you to know, watch. And I assumed he was going to win that. You and me both. Yeah, everybody wish, did. I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. No disrespect to the chief that's over there now, but I was rooting for Jim. I, I like him. Yeah, Jim's a good guy. I mean, he, you know, he said he don't know if he's going to run again in four years or not. I mean, I hope he does. I mean, he don't. He wasn't running because he needed the money. He was just running because he. He wanted. was the warden when my wife. Yeah, that's there, true. And he treated her good, and I don't have nothing but respect for him. And he's another one of those cats that everywhere he's seen me, he hugged my neck, shook my hand. You and, and me treated both. Me no, you and me both. Treated, never treated me any different if I had a badge on my chest or not. Jim's a great guy. Yeah, right. He's a great guy. Yeah. Nothing but good things to say about him. All right. Well, we talked about a lot of this sad stuff. With, <laughs> well, I, I won't say totally sad, just tragic right. with, with Matt getting shot in a – I talked to him to see if he could remember a, a funny story or something like that. And, uh, and I did uh, ask, tell him I was going to ask him this. This is for Freebird's sake because he's never had a naked story. You got any naked stories from when you were still on duty? There are some I just really can't place them right now. My mind's really kind of fluttered right now. What are you talking about, naked? Yeah, no, not not, the, naked, not naked, like, like naked. naked suspects. I know you haven't seen like, anybody naked in a long like time. the girl you caught in the shower because her door was open? Oh, hell yeah. I forgot about <laughs> that. That kind of naked? <laughs> you know, Snapper was riding with me. 
And I knocked on the door. I said, it's the a good damn thing. I wasn't going in there. I'd have been like, hey, girl, just here I said, to the door's unlocked. Deck, you know. I snapped her. I said, come around the house. I said, the door's unlocked. I'm going in and check. Come back me up. So I'm going to city police, city police. Anybody in here? I identify myself. And I go in the bathroom. She's like, oh, my God. She does this and does this. She's like, oh, my God. So you got the full view, huh? Yeah, you oh, did. I got the full Bless view. Heart. I knew I should have took the call. <laughs> <laughs> You're riding with me. You're riding with me. I know, but I yeah, stayed in the car. You said hit her the back door. Watch the back door. Son of a... You knew it, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. We have yes, any single women listening? Uh, oh! Both of these people are are, are uh, single. And last time Cookie Mouse was here, he... Uh, was getting ghosted by the girl and went about wasted a Viagra oh, pill. Oh man! But he is he's still <laughs> he's still damn. single and uh. I think it was the picture I showed you earlier. If, if you know, he's which about would, I don't which know. Which, which, how, how tall are you? About five, two? five, six. Which leads me <laughs> with boots on five seven. Which leads me to the story we talked about last time I was here. <laughs> which you said one? right out here, this highway. We ran through some construction. Me and you were on duty that day. I was in my training period, and this girl gives me this her number because she's working the highway. She's oh working God. the signs. Not another one. Not oh, another yes, one. yes, just same story. She's working the signs, and you start telling me about her, and, and I disregard the number. Yeah, she was a crackhead. Right, but lo and behold, <laughs> lo and behold, I later mean, on, let's just be honest, she la- was a crackhead. Later, later on, you said you seen her. She had put on a little bit of weight and said no. <laughs> So yeah, she, she's clean now. Right, so, so you cock-blocking son of a... <laughs> <laughs> if she's healthy now, what was the problem? I had the number. She wasn't healthy then. Yeah, but she's... Snap her head. Nip, she wasn't fat then. Oh, she wasn't fat Snap her head. He probably saved you a lot of headaches. I, 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 I saved him and He didn't save load. me no headaches. Yes, I that did. That cock-blocking son of a... He was probably bouncing up and down on the inner... No, That night in the unit. I saved, I saved you. Uh-huh. I saved you. I don't think that's the way it went. No, it, it, I saved you, because if not, you'd probably have some little crackhead babies running around. God dang it. Snap Paying head. child support. <laughs> Snap her head shooting blanks anyhow. <laughs> Maybe so. I wasn't at that time. <laughs> Let me tell you what, what Cookie Monster, he saw I had some spiced rum up there on the mm-hmm. Motor Cop Chronicles. Uh, mm-hmm. Personality enhancement yes, Captain center. Morgan. So he, he, he said he wanted to try some. I've never tried it before. Well, he, he said, do I have Coke? I said, no, so I know Coke. I have I'm Sprite. in a really good mood tonight. So he says, <laughs> oh, I'll have a Coke. The next thing I turned around, this motherfucker and I walked in with a tab. That, that's great. A for all you, tab? A Are tab. you freaking crazy? So, now, for you younger people, go watch uh, Back to the Future or whatever. A tab is like the original first. Diet Cola or whatever, and it's still the shit. And I don't, I didn't know they made them anymore. I didn't know if he had got in touch with Marty McFly. <laughs> I uh, wish I, I, I'd steal that goddamn time machine I, from him. I, I I'd go at, back to when I was twenty eight again. I'd be like, "Hey, Trevor, how you been?" I looked at <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, you fool boy. <laughs> I looked at Bam. I said, "Where the fuck he get a fucking tab at? Did he make that shit?" <laughs> She's like, said the she same said, thing. She, she said, she said, I don't know. He must have been shopping at that dirt cheap store, <laughs> knocked the fucking dust off of it. This motherfucker didn't walk in here with it. I ain't never seen it. I didn't know they still made the damn things. Well, obviously, right. they do. I got to go use a little boy's room. Then I'm going to come back with my funny hot girl story. Oh, Lord. What you say? Jeez. It's a real police story, damn it. Okay, I believe you. Go, right. go. It's right go after you pee-pee. cut me loose. 
Go pee. I did something you trained me not to do. Pick the seat to up. To be continued. Don't pee on the floor. Okay. Well, I can't promise Damn all kids. that. I had that Captain Morgan. You had one little bitty drink. <laughs> Two. Two. Oh, no, he's in there. See, then. I got to go TT. <laughs> oh, it makes me sick. So, <laughs> you got any other you got another story or something you remember when I. Yeah, when I was a reserve deputy at the sheriff's office in, in another location, <laughs> I was riding with this guy by the name of Rock. Rock was his nickname. He was like about six foot, built and all that, you know, thought he was God's gift of women and all this crap and the other. And my mom was a radio dispatcher on his shift. So she said, you better take care of Matt. He said, I promise I, I won't let anything happen to him. Well, we go to a part of uh, the area that we're working at called Zion City. I don't know if you're familiar with Zion City. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's back in the days when we had warrant books like this. You'd have to flip through and see if they had a warrant. we call them to get it verified. Yeah, just before computers, people. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I said, let's check this guy out. Check this guy out. I said, okay, cool. So I get out and I get the warrant book. I said, he's out there patting him down, this, that, and the other. He said, has he got any warrants? I said, yeah, matter of fact, he does. He said, okay, cool. So I put the warrant book back on the car. I'm sitting here out with this guy, getting ready to handcuff him. Next thing I hear, click, click. He leaves me in Zion City for seven <laughs> freaking minutes. Wow. Seven minutes. I'm sitting there walking around with my gun out. <laughs> I hear people, we're going to get you, we're going to get you. I said, the hell, you're going to get a bullet if you come at me. <laughs> he just left it. Guess he, I, I'm sure your mom, who's dispatcher, paid him back oh, tenfold when she found she. out about that shit. <laughs> boy, did she. Another what? time, we were on, well, can't really say the name of the road. Just You were on a road in Louisiana. Road in Louisiana where there's a bunch of hookers. I know which road you're talking about. You ain't got to say it. <laughs> it's in that particular uh, jurisdiction where I worked at. Yeah. Right near Zion. We'll just call Zion. that Ho Road. We was on Ho Road. <laughs> and apparently Rock already talked to this 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 individual. I'm going to say individual. I'm fixing to tell you. He said, he said, he said, ah, check out that guy. Check out that I said, check out that. I said, what you mean, guy? I said, I mean that girl. And I didn't put two and two together. <laughs> so he said, Matt, see that miniskirt she's wearing? You should carry a gun right up under his miniskirt. Check him out real good. <laughs> I know. I got this is my pistol. This is my gun. This is for working. This is for fun yeah. kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? You were... <laughs> I, I said, I said, Rock, you SOB, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, it was a gun. It was a meat pistol, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> that son of a gun had a meat pistol about that freaking long. Good <laughs> I'm jealous. Oh, that's bad if you pick up. You need to be careful, people. And he was uh, killing himself laughing. And the guy walks up, give me my $10. Give me my $10. Give me $10. I said, you son of a bitch. Oh, Lord. PSA. PSA, people. If you pick up a hooker. And you're not of the homosexual nature, which is fine if you are. If you want to be gay, it's fine. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. That's your individual taste. But if you're not, you might want to check to make sure that hooker's dick is not bigger than yours. 
Just public service public service announcement. There. Yes, indeed. Keep that in mind, Cookie Monster. Well, you know that Captain Morgan is a little too strong. I pissed all over the floor. I cleaned it all up. Bam's gonna be mad as motherfucker. Yeah, you can't up. have any of this. Uh, I cleaned it up. <laughs> all over the floor. Or is it time for my hot girl story? Tell you, t- t- tell you. Freebird wants to hear your hot girl <laughs> story. Okay. After I got cut loose from the training of you and RS. And uh, I went on the ride with the supervisor, which was the final ride to say if I got the green light to go 10-8 or was I going to stay under training a little bit. I was with him four hours, and he said, I'm going to cut you loose. Uh, so my second night, maybe third night as a reserve, maybe a week, I make a traffic stop, 2.15 a.m. in the morning <laughs> on Eden Church Road. Just I got to take that out, man. Oh, <laughs> we've been saying names left and right. I didn't think it mattered. I make a I make a stop on a, on a road off of Florida Boulevard, a side road. I make a traffic stop two fifteen in the morning. This this girl gets out. She's twenty four, and she is she's not good looking. She's not cute. She's not the girl next door. She is smoking hot, and I did what you told me not to do. I let my guard way down because I'm thinking it's time to get a phone number. <laughs> it's time he, he to see forgot what's that. Happening. He forgot that whole part I taught him of the badge will get your pussy, but the pussy will get your badge. Oh yeah, that <laughs> went out. That went out the window. <laughs> yeah. It was two fifteen in the morning. It's probably forty five, fifty degrees outside. It was cold. She was just absolutely off the chart. So I start talking to her. But the reason I stopped her, because her tag was dangling off of her car. And I had probable cause. She had a taillight out. Tag was dangling. Improper, uh, it, it, I don't know, it wasn't improper placement of tag, but it was, the tag was dangling. When he saw her, that wasn't the only thing dangling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she got out that car, I was dangling. I was like, my tongue was dangling. Was your pee-pee dangling? No, my tongue was. It was dragging. It was, was cold like, outside. It wasn't dangling. That son of a girl was shriveled up then. <laughs> But the thing was, when she walked up to me, she said, I'm tired of running. And she stuck her hands out in a motion like to cuff me. And I'm, I'm looking at her, I'm like, what the fr-? I said, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. I said, it's just a taillight out. Now, I done dropped my guard way down because she's off the chart. She's hot. Taillight's out, her tag's dangling. I call the tag in. It don't even come back to the same vehicle. I was like, oh, oh, oh wow. Check oh, if you're wow. stolen. Oh, wow. I said, where's your driver's license? Where's your ID? She said, I don't, I don't have a driver's license. I, I've got ID. And she takes it out of her bra. Red flag number two. I don't have a driver's license. i got ID. The tag don't come back to the same vehicle. The taillight's out. Nothing to bring her to jail for. But when she says, I'm tired of running, and she sticks her hands out. In the that was the first clue to you she wanted for right. something, buddy. Should have so, cuffed her, detained her for. I didn't. <laughs> because my guard's still way down. Because she's a playboy, playboy model. Well, the gentleman in the front seat, passenger side, he stands up. He gets out. He says, officer, what's I said, get your ass back in the car. Get back in the car. Sit down. He did teach me that. Before I went to the academy now, he gets back in the car and shuts the door. I call her in. She's wanted in four states. One by the FBI. I'm like, holy crap, accessory to murder, drug trafficking, fifth offense DWI in Louisiana, Texarkana, drug trafficking. I was like, oh, 
holy freak. Now, I'm supposed to get out and draw my gun and get her on the ground, but she's being compliant, so I didn't think that was necessary. And plus, she's smoking hot. So I get out. I put her in cuffs. I'm like, oh, my freaking God. I let my guard down, and she's one in four states. So I'm thinking the guy in the front seat, he's probably on America's Most Wanted. If she's wanted in four <laughs> states, he's probably on America's most wanted. I drew my gun and got him out of the car. He's at least six foot eight. Before tattoos were very popular, he had tattoos all over him. He looked like he was in the Hell's Angels. I got him out. I said, hey, brother, come back here. Step to the back of the car. I had my gun. He's like, what's the problem? I didn't mean to be a smart guy. <coughs> I said, it's not about that. I said, just get down. Let me cuff you for safety and blah, blah, blah. Take out his idea. Run it. NCIC. Nothing. I'm like, you got to be goddamn kidding me. She's wanting four states. He ain't even got a parking ticket. you you got to be kidding me. And he said, well, why do you got her in the back seat, officer? So I start breaking it down to him. I tell him. And he acts like he's naive. He acts like he's dumb. But I'm like, if he's dating this girl, fixing to marry her, he probably knows she's wanting four states. But he pretended not to know. But I was shocked. And it taught me a big, huge lesson that night. No matter how beautiful, how gorgeous, how hot the girl is, She's wanted in four states, and I was shocked. I bring her to the, bring her to the jail. I take her out of the cuffs, and she says, "I've never met a a, a more well mannered professional." She said, you, "You were just so kind and so nice." She said, "Can I hug your neck?" And I thought, "Well, hell, this is probably all I'll ever get from her." Yeah, she can hug me. So I hugged her. That was it. Book turned to the booking officer and rolled out. But I was shocked. It Thank me God it wasn't like. In that movie, Super Troopers, and he was trying to go get a mustache ride or something like that. No, I, I was, I was, I let down my guard. I could have got, I could have got killed that night. Never let down your guard. I don't care. Right, you told me she's that. sitting there with her titties hanging out, oh, nipples poking out, or nothing thing. like that. Oh my well, god! I, I pulled over a few girls yeah. and let their boobs hang out. I said, "I said, ma'am, you need to fix fix your blouse." Oh, I uh, said, "Your boobs hanging out. You need to fix your blouse. We'll put you in jail for obscenity." Any, that, any of them in four states. <laughs> That's the ones that'll complain on you. I've pulled over some females before. I well, pulled over one, walk up there. She got her mini skirt up around her waist, sitting in her car with no panties on. But when I come back with two tickets, her skirt was back in proper position, <laughs> covering her poo nanny up. Now you remember I her told you her poo nanny. <laughs> she was wanted in four states, and one of them by the FBI. Uh, she quickly was removed from the jail. And and uh, transported might, to where I was like, some oh wow, cartel type smuggler. Were those real boobs, or were they filled with? I don't co- know. I would have loved cocaine. to have known, but <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can know. tell, Cookie Monster has not had any cookies in a while. Oh, oh. So <laughs> <laughs> let me help you. I hadn't, any, I hadn't had anything that rhymed with cookie in a while. That's what I. Well, that's what I was in, <laughs> referring to. Yeah. Is that we're going to take a short break real quick and we're going to be right back. Stand by. We interrupt this program for an important announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, are you standing by? A very important message is coming. Are you still standing by? We interrupt for this breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. There's a podcast that happens on Saturday night that you need to know about. All right, can I get out of serious mode? Let's go to Goofy. 
Okay. <clears throat> Make sure to listen to Louisiana Saturday Night. Robert and April are your hosts, and they talk a lot about current events. And occasionally they'll have a guest and include them on the conversation. It's raw, it's blunt, and explicit. <laughs> well, if there is one thing I know, and that is I like dirty. Uh, anyway. It's for anyone who wants to have fun and not take life so seriously. And God knows we need that these days. Robert and April on Louisiana Saturday Night. Check them out at louisianasaturdaynight.podbean.com. I'm going to tell this last story, then we'll uh, wrap it up. And and I've actually got stories left over, so maybe next week. Me too. Or I'll save that till I come back next next week, or maybe I'll hit y'all with a bonus. I don't know. Getting close to Christmas time. Ho ho's gonna be coming. So let me tell you this last story. I already told them about it. I'm gonna play y'all a little background music with this one. I pulled this motherfucker over for doing 74 in a 60. That's not the one I wanted to play. <laughs> That's not the background music I wanted to play. Maybe he needs a cup play. of Captain Morgan. No, I've been drinking my delicious, always delicious, salty watermelon whiskey from Old Smoky. Would like a sponsorship, please? Uh, the Old Smoky salty watermelon, and I have. Uh, Where did you get the salty watermelon from? It's the flavored whiskey. What you got to show me that. Get off of so, salty watermelon, old smoky, with uh two shots of that in a full Yeti cup full of ice, a shot of sour mix, <laughs> two shots of cranberry, and finish it off with Sprite. Oh, damn, that's good. Well, try all right, it for out. fellow listeners, he gave me a sip, and that crap was off the chart. It, it's awesome. Yeah. Let me see if I can get the right background music going, because that other one was loud. Nope. I ain't playing none of them. I can't I like get this that. shit right. I like that. Go ahead and play it. <sighs> we'll do this. I guess I did have the right one. This seemed loud. All right. Anyway, I stopped this guy doing 74 and a 60. He jumped out of the left lane into the right lane aggressively. Sped up to 74 going past the cars doing the speed limit. I hit him with my LIDAR. He goes past me. I pull out, light him up, pull him over. I already had his plate. I was in my unit. Had my had his plate run before I walked up to the vehicle. Wisconsin tags. Yes, indeed. He had some cheese with him. No, or, or some milk or nothing like that. Don't they have, them, don't they have them big, them big brown eye cows over there? Cheese I, I, Wisconsin cheese. Cheese you know, is. But anyway, <laughs> as I'm walking up to the vehicle, this dude is like flapping his arms around. I'm like. Been doing this long enough for dumb, like fuck. Oh yeah, this is one of them motherfuckers. He's gonna be a little whiny baby. I walk up. What's your probable cause? No, I, he didn't say that. I, I walk up. I tell him why I pulled him over. I said, Look, I pulled you over to a seventy-four and a sixty, and I need your driver's license. He hands me his driver's license and a military ID card. I look at his driver's license and I look at his military ID card. I hand him his military ID card back to him. And I tell him, I was like, look, I'll be right back. Go back to my unit. If write him the ticket out for the 74 and a 60. Walk back up to the vehicle. 
Handum uh, uh, form. That's not really a form, but anyway, I, f- I hand him a set of instructions of options he has. It's like four options he has on it. Basically, it's either pay it, don't pay it, come to court, or call this number and see if they give you an Article 894 type thing on it where it won't go on your record. Yeah. Right. yeah. I tell him, I was like, here's different options. I go, like, you know, I go to give him a ticket and I give him my same spiel I always look by signing this. It's not a mission of guilt. All states either going to pay the citation fine or show up on this certain date. Well, I didn't get all that out. He hits me with, well, how'd you get me? I was just going with traffic. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Well, I'm like, hey, guys, that shit don't work. I'm like, sir, and I've served him the whole time, and I'm, you can tell I'm older than him. I said, sir, I, you know, you pulled out into the, the left lane, and he interrupt, interrupts. Start back over, start trying to explain to him from the question he just asked me. Well, he interrupts me like six freaking times in a row while I'm trying to explain this to him. Finally, I looked at him and said, if you'd shut up just for a second, I can explain this to you. Oh, I can't talk now? Here we go. I said, no, sir, you can talk. You asked me a question, and then you keep interrupting me. So since you can't keep your lips shut... You can, if you want to argue about this citation, your court date is such and such. Show up on that day. We'll argue about it then. Which he would have to show up and then have to come back again because that's just an arraignment day. But I wasn't trying to get into that shit with him either. Right. But, oh, I'm coming to court. I'm thinking, okay, like your ass going to come all the way from Wisconsin to fucking get a traffic court. No, he's not. Well, I know that. I wish he would. I'm not scared to get on the scan stand at all. Anyway, he's like, oh, you can't have no common courtesy? I said, because uh, you're in the military? So I spent a little bit of time in the military. I said, just because you're in the military, don't give you the right to speed and drive aggressively, which the movie you made was Same thing you told the other guy. And uh, he was like, like, oh, man. And like, oh, you fat motherfucker. Is this the same guy? Yes, this is all the same stuff. I said, okay, he's like, oh, right, you right. fat motherfucker. I'm like, I said, excuse me. Not that I didn't hear him the first time. It was I was giving him the opportunity to retract what he said. But he did not take that opportunity to retract what he said. Play that shit and again. And he, he decided to say it again. He's like, I said, excuse me. He's like, you Fat, stupid, fat motherfucker. Well, okay, well, I, I mean, I should have said it, but I was, he, he kind of pissed me off at this point. I would have booked his ass on a traffic violation. Right ah, fuck it. I looked down and said, Shouldn't because he, 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 a he, he, he didn't, he didn't, re- I guess he wasn't expecting me to say nothing back or whatever, but, but this motherfucker had a lazy eye. <laughs> okay. So when he said it the second time, he's like, oh, you stupid fat. Who are you fat. looking at? <laughs> you stupid fat motherfucker. I said, I may be fat, but at least I ain't got no fucking lazy eye. Well, this pissed him off. Triggered much? He's like, I got that in a war. I, I, I was that like, that I was like, war. okay, okay, whatever. How the fuck you getting that? I, I don't know how you get a lazy eye from the war. But anyway, that's what he claims. And I said, all right, whatever. I said, look, go on, leave. You got your tickets, you got your court date, and leave. Oh, fuck you. 
Go ahead and leave. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Be careful pulling out. Man, fuck you. Well, I'm going to tell you, the first time he said fuck me, is goes to me enough. I, I'm pretty quick with it, especially in, in person. I already knew, as soon as he said the first time, I already had in my head what I wanted to say to him straight off the bat. It was on my lips. I just didn't let it out. Because when he said that first time, he said, oh, fuck you. I wanted to look at him and say, you know what? If I was of the homosexual persuasion and wanted to fuck a man, it wouldn't be your ugly, lazy-eyed motherfucking ass for sure. I'd be fucking a hot dude, okay? This not is the you. story you told not, us a while yes, ago not, off the podcast. Not, not, okay. not you. Not, no. Not you. Or, and also, when I before I came out with the lazy-eye part on it, first thing that popped into my head when he said, Oh, you fat motherfucker. I was like... I was like, well, got that way from eating your mama. But I didn't say that neither. So, yes, I mean, I might have said something about it, but I was, I was, there was so much more shit that was going through my fucking head at the time for me to say. And a lot of people that know me, some, a lot of them can't come up. They will tell you, don't come at me with shit because I will come back with you shit, shit with you that's nastier, meaner, and just way back worse. And motherfuckers, you know, I'm the type of motherfucker. You know, I had motherfuckers look at the Man, your mama sucks dicks. I was like, why, well, for my daddy's sake, I hope the fuck she's good at it, too. <laughs> I mean. Yes, indeed. I mean, you can't hurt my feelings. I mean, fuck. I mean, so I, I'm that type of motherfucker. But, yes, yeah, that was that story. Uh, like I said, I guess it's the cheese heads or whatever, as uh, Cookie Monster said. But uh, fuck that dude. Well, I bet you he's still pissed off thinking about that. I, I pray to God. I wish to God he'd show up for court because I'd love to get on the stand. Yes, that's a compact state with Louisiana. Oh, and, yeah. guys, and guys and girls, let me say this. If you're in an active military, you're a police officer, you're a fireman or firewoman, uh, or you work for Acadian Ambulance, and if you get out, you're speeding, you get caught by speeding by a police officer, deputy sheriff, state troop, just get out and be humble, you freaking jackass. Don't get out being arrogant and stupid and think you're going to get somewhere with the police officer because it never worked with me. It's never going to work with Iceman. It didn't work with Martell. Just get out and say, look, hey, 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 can you help me? I'm I'm, I'm active military. I work for Acadian Ambulance. I'm a police officer. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm such and such. Can can you help me out, sir? And 90% of the time, and you don't give us some bullshit excuse, well, you know, I'm on my period, and that's why I'm doing 105 and a 45. And you don't come out with some bullshit, and you're humble and you're polite. We're we're probably going to cut you a break. I know I always did, especially if you're hot. But other than <laughs> even if you're not, if you come out and you be humble, hey, I'm a fireman. I'm an ambulance driver. I'm an EMS. I'm I'm a police officer. Okay, okay. But if you come to me with that bullshit like this lazy eye guy did with him, I'm gonna hammer your ass. You're hammering nothing. You're not a cop. Well, well, I did, son of a bitch. I did. You taught me well. You. I just, I just had to throw that out there. All right, I just want to say this. uh, Tell uh, Matt over here how much I appreciate him coming. And dude, you to me are a true hero, and you're a survivor. And if you ever need anything or whatever, you got my number. And can you fix a ticket? uh, (laughs) Don't know. In his parish. (laughs) Don't know. We'll talk off podcast, but <laughs> I'm messing with you. Uh, but like I said, if you need something, you you know you can call me. You ever want to come back on? You just let me know, 
You're always welcome here in the clubhouse with me anytime you want to come. Uh, other than that, our email is motorcopchronicles at gmail.com. Facebook, Motorcop Chronicles Podcast. Uh, Twitter is at Motor C, and Parlor is Motorcop Chronicles Podcast also. And if you are a first responder of any type, law enforcement, dispatcher, corrections, fireman, paramedic, anything like that, would like to come on and tell your story, call it to tell your story. If you just want to shoot me an email or DM and want me to tell your story, uh, I won't use your real name if that's how you wish or anything like that. Go ahead and hit me up. We're happy to hear from you. Uh, I'm assuming the last email I did get, uh, that guy got a sticker. I hope he did. I know Bam sent him out. So always remember to smile because the Iceman can always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.